Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. Definitely my father, um, coming from, from a, a farming background. Welcome back to this week's Farm Yarn, straight from the heart. It's where we find a little bit more out about the person behind the audio, what motivates them, who inspired them, and what resources they lean onto. Are they a bookworm or not? Let's get into this week's Farm Yarn. Well, Sean, we had you on earlier on in the week talking everything AFS Connect, but with this segment, we get to know a little bit about Sean and who he is, what motivates you, um, and what you're inspired by. So, Sean, welcome to Farm Yarns. Thank you. Great to be here. Absolutely. So, part of the Casa H team, bit of a differing sort of morning routine um, throughout the employees, but what's yours? Yeah, morning routine is normally, um, I, I'm a bit of a coffee snob, so I get up and make myself a, a coffee. Yep. Um, come down, because we uh, work with a lot of uh, global people, normally check the emails first thing in the morning, uh, make sure I've got nothing there on. We all sort of need to react to quick, quickly if someone's just had a message and they want me to respond before they sort of finish work in North America, quickly do something there. Um, and then uh, just, yeah, normally just run through uh, Twitter just to see what's happening, um, have a look at that and you know, just keep an eye on things. And then, um, yeah, get ready to start the day. Twitter's a good one for farmers, and I think it's picked up in the last couple of years, especially for getting the answers as well. And also, it's a great sort of spot for dealerships to have a close sort of connection there through the product managers or um, even the merchandise or something like that in there. I think it's yeah, good. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing is um, everyone's time poor at the moment, so we don't actually give it enough enough. Um, coverage as we should um i know for myself i'm not on it as much as i should throughout the day it's more of a, a morning or an evening and that's about it i think that's a good way to play it to stick to that um, don't spend too much on there otherwise it'll engulf you definitely definitely we won't get uh, won't get jobs done that we need to get done you said you're a bit of a coffee snob what's your go-to coffee uh, so I, i'm I, I like a piccolo so piccolo um, yeah that's, uh, a, a mate ordered them the other day. I'd never actually heard of them until I saw them. Um, good coffee order. I'm a flat white myself. But yep. Let's get into it. 60 seconds. Tell me your first memory you had on farm. Was it around Weewar, Moree area? Uh, I was actually on Milo. So first memory is I remember Dad, um, we were in Moree and they were developing Milo way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the first memory of Dad on the dozer um, building a dam. I think like that first sort of memory is pretty poignant for everyone within farming, agriculture, or even if you're in the city and you've got family in the country, um, everyone sort of remembers that first memory they had on farm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and moving on, who's been the most influential throughout your working or personal career? Definitely my father, um, coming from from a, a farming background. Yep. 
um, building it up from working on a, on a farm, then having a own business and share farming. Definitely, definitely, my father. Absolutely, that's a good one. And a myth you'd like to debunk about machine data. I thought I'd screw down on this question. Yep. Um, so the biggest myth is uh, we own the data. We don't. The customer owns the data. They have full control of it, and they they give us access. As in, when I say us, the manufacturer access for case of age, they turn it on or off. So we can see it if they let us. If they don't, we can't see it. Absolutely. And for yourself, Sean, what is your favourite place to go to within Australia? Within Australia, um, I have to say head west. Like everyone sticks to the um, the coastlines, but um, I remember taking the family and kids. We went out to Winton, Longreach, um, and it was just a beautiful part of the world. Just driving, um, stopping up at a, stopping in all the little towns, going to the bakeries, walking through, just reading um, the old sort of tourists doing the tourist thing. But that was probably the most enjoyable part of, of the trip is just stopping and taking your time and and taking the sightseeing. Yeah, one hundred percent. We sort of grew up around Broken Hill and actually saw a few things on the weekend um, around there that. I don't know, over 20 years, you didn't even sort of think to visit, but now going back, you actually want to get in there and actually have a look for yourself. It's good. Exactly. Like everyone everyone rushes to travel overseas. Yeah. Our country is so beautiful and we've got a lot to offer. We we, we do not utilise, um, yeah, utilise what we've got. It definitely in the regional towns, they, they need us to be visiting and propping them up after some pretty, hard, pretty big hardships they've gone through as well. Definitely, definitely, for sure. And within your working career, what's one tool that you can't live without? I've had a few interesting answers across the KSIH series for this one. Probably the biggest one is I, I did a lot of, I do a lot of traveling. Yep. Um, so noise cancelling headphones when you're on the plane. Good one. Because um, I like, I listen to a lot of music. So I have my iPad full of my Spotify playlist and some podcasts. And um, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I like to do on the on the train on the plane or or bus or whatever it is traveling is to listen to music and podcasts. What's your go to song? Band. Um, go to band would be sort of Slipknot. Yep. So not, very yeah, very not different. A bad one to keep you awake during harvest. That's for exactly. sure. Exactly. So, uh, and but I can sort of move from metal, heavy rock to a bit of uh, country. So yeah, very, very wide, wide range. Of genres there. And yeah. for yourself within agriculture, it's pretty important for us to look after ourselves, but what's one thing that you do to take care of yourself? Um, so I have a mountain bike because I live in Toowoomba. We've got some very good um, um, range uh, bike tracks here. Yep. I used to be very, very active on the bike um, before COVID and um, haven't been as active, but I'm definitely wanting to get back on the bike now. And, and do it because it's just a great sport. Uh, everyone's friendly. I'm not the fittest person, but everyone's encouraging and you just um, take your time and, and enjoy, the, enjoy, the, enjoy the ride. Yeah, that's a good one. We don't actually have enough hills out here. We've got a couple of tracks, but they're not as hilly as what probably you've got up there in Toowoomba. For um, sure. Yeah, that, that's a good one to keep it up um, and to do it with others, your mates as well. Exactly, and I've got a couple of mates and even... Now, a couple of mates that I grew up with who are in are from Moree and uh, in Toowoomba, and we go riding together, and yeah, it's just a, it's just a good good day out. 
Yeah, you'd be surprised um, the different sort of tactics farmers do to come together and get some exercise in. There's some early bird swimmers out there around Armidale. Um, it's good to see. For sure. But for yourself, are you a night owl or an early bird? Early bird. Definitely. I think it's just growing up on a farm. Um, I'm always up around that sort of 5, 5.30 and yep. probably in bed by 9, 9.30. So. Yep. Not a bad way to be. And do you, do you have a favourite quote that you sort of live by or one that sort of kept you in line? Just basically treat people how you want to be treated yep. is, is um, yeah, I, I definitely live by that because if you treat people the way with respect and, and, and courtesy, it, it'll come back to you. 100% both online and offline being exactly. in the yep, and, and that's the biggest thing is online these days is, um, yeah, just um, got to be careful. You just, yeah, as I said, respect and, and treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah, it does go a long way, especially online. You can see the ag farming community comes through and always supports each other. Most 99% of the time, I'd say, I'd hope as well. But for yourself, what, what has been one piece of farm's advice that someone else has passed down to you? Maybe it was your old man back in the Milo days. Oh, the biggest thing is like um, I, I used to travel a lot with my previous job, travel yeah. a lot globally, um, and you'd go to somewhere um, that was a third, third world country that was just getting into precision ag, and I was supposed to be the expert, but you can always learn something for someone who's never used a product and they'll just look at it a completely different way that you do. And you'll go, that makes sense. And I'm going to use that. So just little things like that. You're always learning. You're never, um, even if someone hasn't never used your product, yeah. they might just look at it once and say, oh, have you thought about doing this? And it'll just be a light bulb moment. And go, I haven't, but that is a great idea. So you can, yeah, I'm a big one on always listening to guys who have just um, started using the product because you will learn so much from them. Yeah, that's a good one. You could have a team of 500 people working on it year round and then one person just picks up one yep. slight significance in the product or something and a bit of a game. Exactly, for the exactly. exactly. So, yeah, no, that's a big one and it's happened to me so many times and it's just, yeah, just um, it's rewarding when you can do that because, yes, I'm an expert and I'm teaching how to use it, but you've just taught me something and you've only used it for two days. Yeah, and, and humbling. Teaches people to sort of get out of their own paddock, their farm, or their sort of comfort box as well. Definitely. So for yourself, did you actually always want to be in agriculture or is it sort of taught? Um, I I enjoyed agriculture. I wasn't um, – I thought I could have a career playing football. Well, that didn't work out. So Rugby uh, union, AFL or league? League. Back back then it was league, yeah. So, um, but that that didn't work. So, um, what I did was, um, yeah, finish school because um, my parents were like, "Are you gonna you can if you're gonna leave, you either get a, a trade or go through to year 12. And then I was just gonna take a year off and drive tractors, make some money, and 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 see what what the world had to offer. But um, it sort of just led one thing led to another. And being on a farm, growing up on a farm, I always wanted to be in agriculture. Yeah. If anything, I, I do remember having a conversation with a guy. Um, I was sick of driving tractors. Um, thought I wanted to change. And I, I remember I've got a mate 
who uh, the guy who used to spray our farm was an ag pilot. I spoke to him and said, okay, I'm looking at doing an ag, becoming an ag pilot. And he said, okay, that's good. High risk. Hours are, hours are terrible because you're spraying at night. It's all this. Um, so that's where I put myself through cotton school and and did that. that um, went down that path and, yeah, never looked sort of back until, um, yeah, we did that. And, and then um, from there sort of worked into a dealership work into a dealership to be able to um, yeah, work on precision ag and then sort of grew into in the, into that role. Now chasing data for a living. Yeah, definitely. And so I haven't, it's, it's basically just been a sort of a, a circle, just uh, always been involved in agriculture, but just different, different ways of doing it. So whether it's with a cotton merchant or whether it's just working as a farmhand or yep. whether it's working for a dealership or now working with a, a manufacturer. It always has a way of pulling you back. And especially now that the diverse sort of roles in there, you could be data analyst um, for to marketing, to podcasting, um, just to chicken potatoes, depending on what you want. Um, it's pretty amazing to see what the opportunities are. But for those that start out in ag, it always seems to be around about to coming back into it as well. Oh, for sure. It's just so, there's so many opportunities and so many different um areas that you can go in for agriculture like you said you can be electrical engineer mechanical engineer you can just be a um guy at the uh the local dealership who details all the machines before they go out like there's just so many different um things we can do absolutely and that moves us into what's your favorite piece of case H machinery my favorite piece of case H machinery um i, I can't go past the steiger um, on the farm, we had the uh, like a series three Panther, um, and then we went to a um, thousand series. Um, so yeah, definitely the um, Steiger, the legacy of that machine. Um, what what the what those brothers did to where we are now is very very impressive. Absolutely, it's a bit of a beast out in the paddock, and a fair few running out around the moment. It's good to actually never uh, seen one until KSH. Not case, yeah, case H, but Agquip as well. Great to see firsthand. Yes. For those out there that haven't, also, I think it's pretty good to see it face to face. Definitely, and and just just the technology, the machines they made back then, what they were capable of now, the big machines. Our our Magnum now is equivalent to what the bigger machine they had back in the day. So yeah, yeah. it's just impressive. It's all growing. So for yourself, Sean, what's your favorite productivity hack? You got one out there that we can share with the other farmers. Um, the, the biggest one is at the moment with our portal, um, our MyKSH portal, we need boundaries to um, bring data in. So just working with the agronomist or working with the, with yourself driving around in the tractor uh, creating the boundaries or just having the boundaries that the agronomist may have created for you, just making sure that we have those uh, boundaries and we uh, upload them to our portal, that's just going to make the system work so much better. Yep, beautiful. And a bit of a tongue twister to finish it off. If you weren't doing what you were doing, what would Sean be doing? Um, I'd definitely love to be a pilot. So, yeah. Plane or helicopter? Uh, probably plane. Yep. That, that'd be cool, but, yeah, never got there. There's, um, But, yeah, definitely I enjoy that. Um, 
enjoy that sort of old sort of uh, warbirds and um, the new new technology. Yeah, absolutely, and it's pretty exciting to see what's going in that sort of innovation space as well. I think exactly. So you know, definitely, if I could see myself, you'd have your you have your own plane and and fly around instead of driving. It'd be a lot, a lot easier, much quicker. But for yourself. To tie it off, what book, podcast, or resource has shaped you or that you've learned from? Not much of a reader, to be honest. So, um, but podcast, I listen to a lot of different podcasts at the moment, um, just a lot of agricultural technology podcasts, because um, that's just while you're traveling, you know, yourself, if you're on the road all the time, um, you can download it. You don't have to have signal. Um, radio stations, sort of jump in and out of reception. So just a good podcast and been listening to like a like a, a lot of the decision dealers or Raven or um yeah just a lot of that technology podcast but also some of the um a good one is like Rusty's Garage, just the guys that he has on there and listening to those 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 sportsmen or or guys what guys and girls what they do. Great one. Well I, I might that he dropped Rusty Garage down in the show notes as one of your recommendations to have a look. I think there's a growing space podcasting and the best sort of medium for agriculture on the go. For sure. No, I think it's a great thing. And um, like I said, it's great to be part of part of it. And um, yeah, hopefully continue to do more. Absolutely. Well, Sean, thank you very much for coming on to Farms Advice Podcast, Farm Yarns and having a good yarn with yourself. No worries. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah. This Farms Advice episode does not stop here. Come and join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. And even join our Facebook group. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more on this episode and spread the hashtag Farms Advice to your mates. If you can leave a review on Apple or Spotify, that will let other farmers find us too. But until then, see you next Tuesday. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farmswise podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people today.